we turning up. What's up? I'm your host, DJ Deuce. Bam Bam isn't here. He's still on vacays a little late, but I don't really miss him because I got someone better anyways. We have a special guest tonight, DJ Regina. How you doing, girl? I'm good, you? It's I'm been good. long. It's been a while. Been I, don't, I think yeah. since the last time, I think we had to change our, our podcast name because we were called Shooting the Shit Podcast. We weren't, yeah, uh, yeah. we weren't allowed to promote the word shit. Oh, weren't you? Really? Why? Yeah. I, it just every time you would let's say like take a couple dollars, put some ads out on Facebook or mm. Instagram, it'd be like no 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 you're you're using the word shit and I'm like cool because uh, you guys are damn well promoting other fucking crazy videos but relax right? on the like, word shit crazy crazy the crazy. stuff that's out there nowadays too. <laughs> I know, I know. On my last podcast, I got, uh, I posted a clown emoji on uh, on someone's video and I got, uh, I got, it got taken out and. Oh, you were banned. Yeah, I got a warning on the clown emoji and I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, some of these videos, if you actually, the video's still up there, but my emoji that you guys created is what, you know, kind of set me off, but whatever, whatever. That's the internet. It's the internet. That's just that. But yeah, last time we you were on, it was we're pretty much we're pe- dead middle pandemic, everything yeah. shut down, everything's crazy. Uh, when we talked, I don't even think the vaccination was technically out yet. But then, right shortly after that, the no. vaccination was coming out, and you were very, very vocal about this. I wanted to know what mm-hmm. were your thoughts about these vaccinations. I want to, I want to, so, I, I agree with you. So just to people, I'm telling you, I agree with it. Well, my problem was not with the vaccination first. Okay. It was more with like the closing of everything because we know how it impacted us the most so you know like and serb was not for everybody like you know it was complicated it was a pretty big mess so yeah i just thought it was too messy and at some point like i you know i I don't know if you remember but i was in the usa back then that's right um and everything was open there everything was normal you could do everything normal and it was so weird like when i flew there I could go to a bar and sit and no one was dying on the streets. Everybody was okay. So like we ended up getting more cases, I feel like here. And we were like shut down for what, like two, three years. So I was was just forever. It was forever. It was like, it was like really forever. I I was um for me like the whole pandemic like everything closed down. Don't get me wrong. Let's let's look at the pros here. Uh, during my daytime job at that time, I used to be a delivery driver. It was very nice mm-hmm. having no goddamn traffic around. Don't get me wrong. That was the only upside of it. But I mean, they closed everything. There's still like businesses and restaurants that are never they never recuperated from it. They, it, they, oh it totally, yeah, it's over. It was a wrap. They're they're never coming back. You know like. Oh, this I've seen firsthand too. Like, there's so many of my clients that just never yeah. reopened their business ever again. So, yeah, like I kept seeing it. Literally, that you know, you don't have savings necessarily for two years. No one did. Like, <laughs> no, no, you know, like so. These and these restaurants are like in Toronto. I'm not sure a lot of people are aware. Um, rents here for restaurants can go from like fifty to like two hundred thousand a month. And these people are just making zero money. Yeah. And they still have to pay that to the landlord. Gonna, I was just going to say that the landlord still wants their money at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a, oh, yeah. Like some people would have like a three months deferral, but like when you're talking two, three years, like mm-hmm. there is no deferral anymore. So they, they just had no choice. 
yeah, here the 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 there's still the big talk, and they're trying to force everyone back downtown to work in the offices because people downtown here, the restaurants are hurting. Obviously, relying on the clientele that go to work, you know, for lunch, they they go, go they they go there for dinner. And I heard that about Ottawa. Yeah, they're taking a beating here. But think about it: when you're downtown, we'll consider that's premium yeah. rent, right? So you're paying a premium price, but you're not getting mm-hmm. the premium. You know, like a uh, type of type of action coming into your to your restaurant anymore. Yeah, what do you want people to do? Like that, this is game over. And I, I, sometimes, you know what? Between me and you, conspiracy theory. I think the government wants this to be over. That's just my yeah. Opinion. I think so. At some point, yeah. They just don't want that 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 small box store or that that you know that one individual owning a restaurant. They want the you know the big chains and the WalMarts and the Costco's. If you think about it, that's the yeah. only ones that really benefited from this whole thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like they stayed open. They they do have savings, obviously. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You go buy you go buy a Costco, and you'd see a lineup out the door, and you're like, Oh yeah, they're, they're well, I'm not sure awesome. if you've seen here in in Toronto. There was this promoter to like just show people that like, hey, it's unfair that we can't like throw parties at a club, but yeah. everybody could meet up at Costco. He had a bunch of um videos of him partying in Costco in Ikea. Mm. He would literally bring a group of people, do shots in the aisles, and you know, they were never stopped. Yeah, it's crazy. So, it's a crazy I um I went to Montreal, right? Because I, I found out that Montreal opened up for a bit. So we went and yeah, we went there for a night. I didn't know that they had like I didn't know they would close that midnight. Like if I would have known that I wouldn't have even fucking bothered. So we head down there and we go to this one pub called Mad Haters and we get downstairs and it's rammed. It's completely insanely busy in there. And as soon as I stand up to like grab my mask to go to the washroom, I'm getting yelled at by the security. Like, put your mask on. I'm looking at him like, does this make sense to you anyways? Why would me standing up cause any effect? We're crammed in this room like... And obviously, the the last call at midnight or eleven thirty and getting kicking us out at midnight made no sense neither. What the hell's the difference? Does it come out at night? I don't understand. It was well, we had the thing here for a little bit. It was, um, I think, like seven to ten. You were allowed to open your nightclub, but ten COVID's coming out. <laughs> Let me see what I mean. It was that made no sense. I'm still waiting for the the conspiracy or the real facts coming out when things are leaking. Because now on the news and stuff, when you, well, the news, sorry, the internet news will say, you know, with Pfizer getting in shit and them getting sued and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's like, mm, really interesting now. That's very, very interesting. But yeah, COVID, I remember you posting up some business losses and stuff like that back back when that was around. And uh, yeah, you're right. Well, So when things first opened, what, like what happened? What, what was your first actual gig? Like what was going on for you? Um, I'll be honest with you. I did gigs even when everything was shut down because i worked in the u.s first of all but also um there was a lot of illegal clubs and like i don't mind like so i was still working it was just like not advertised and like you know you had to go through the back door good like good but but so yeah i still kept working quite a bit but yeah when things reopened we were all scared that it's going to shut down again because it was so on and off. We're like, okay, this is temporary. That's true. Obviously, it's fine now. But, you no, know, it got super busy for a bit. Although, um, I would say for DJs, I've seen a lot of people with not a lot of gigs. And it's because all these these restaurants are trying to recover money from, like, those big losses. So and, like, a DJ is not the first thing you'll rehire. They need servers and bartenders and pearl backs, kitchen 
like way more than a DJ. It's so we so were the true. last thing. It's so true. You recoup and then maybe in the future that could come back around. You're right. And I think yeah. it's so and I think a lot of people during the pandemic also picked up DJing as a as a hobby, right? Cuz you have a lot more time on your hands, right? You're not really doing anything. So now I think there might be a lot more DJs there with a lot less work, right? So Well, I'm talking about like most of the people that were doing this full time. Though. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But like the new people, like the thing is it's not I would say the people that just picked it up as a hobby, even if they wanted to go do it like at a, a club, it would be more like the small bars and stuff. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be like, so the big clubs, the higher end gigs, it's the same group of people. But now it was like, there's like, I don't know, 15 gigs for like, 50 DJs. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I know. It's a tough, so it was more like that. Yeah. Like well, see, I I I, I seen this girl because um are you on TikTok at all? No. Okay. I, I just I shouldn't. I'm a new TikToker. You know, you're a good looking oh, woman. Really? You should go on TikTok. Uh, uh, it's not meant I've I've come to the, to the solution that um the conclusion that social media is not meant for men. They, you women, you you do one video and you get one hundred million followers. Us men are just like, yeah, you know, my mom well, and dad and three friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, it's a few people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a start, right? It's a start. And so what I did is like I went on TikTok and then I I saw this this, this young DJ and she was she's very go good and I was like oh my god I'm like hey we'd love to interview you know you you know she's DJing on TikTok she's doing really well. But when I was interviewing her, I never really knew she never really DJed in front of humans like. And I was yeah, like, it's oh. different. I was like, wow. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, what's the point of DJing? Because in my head, it's always like, learn your craft, make some money from it, right? She goes, I make money off TikTok while she's DJing. Yeah, my, you do. My, my head almost exploded. You know, I'm getting old when I was like, what the hell is going on? I didn't know well, this was even a possibility. Well, Twitch is a big thing too. Like you could make so much money on Twitch. Yeah, if you're like, if you have enough subscribers, I'm not even sure how it works because I haven't done it. Because, you know, like, I, I started DJing in front of people. So, to me, when people were like, oh, you should be on Twitch. I was it's like, weird. why? Like, just, I don't know. It's And there's no one in front of you. That's, like, and I think we talked about this last time. Like, streaming was not really my thing. But some of these people made more money than you would DJing in front of people. <laughs> I know. So, I know. I'm just, like, crazy. I'm different. I'll even take a pay cut if I can DJ in front of more people. I love the energy of what you get, right? I can't see it yeah just djing and reading some comments i can't yeah, and you have to type it. and like you have to interact with these people while you're djing so i think it's, it's just a different kind of djing i would say uh, congratulations to those kids i can't do it i can't do it it doesn't make any sense i couldn't believe it it blew my mind so i'm like so i was like when did you uh you know how, what was your biggest gig she's like actually i've only dj three times in front of someone i was like huh like, it was like something I wasn't expecting on the interview. I was just like, I thought she was just, you know, doing the TikTok stuff, you know, COVID came around. But yeah, it blew my mind. It was completely, completely No, awesome. like they made it into a big business. Like, I'm I'm really like considering getting on Twitch and doing like maybe like a Monday night stream or something. It's not a bad idea. You know, you do it on yeah. that one-off night. That's not a bad idea. That yeah, because like, it's not like I'm working most Mondays anyways. And it was mm. just, it, it's it's such good promotion. And you've seen with these people, like it's, it's popular. It's just working. You Some of these girls and guys are DJing on there. They're two, three, four thousand, like hundred thousand followers, you know? And you're just like, wow, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what they're doing with the stuff. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm terrible at social media. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Social media is not that bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just terrible. I just find like social media. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just find everyone 
it's trying to scam me on social media. That's, I'm just I'm just starting to become paranoid. Now. I don't know what it is. I don't know. So now, like we've talked about it, because you're always into music. But you, like late recently, we were talking. You said you produced a track, right? Well, actually, two. So okay, um, okay. yeah, yeah. So I produced two two tracks, and well, more than two, but the ones that I actually liked enough to be like, because like I told you this last time. I think I'm a DJ first, so yes, production came after, and I'm not really as comfortable. So I really like made sure the songs were like a lot of people were like, well, oh, these are great and whatever. Okay. Um, so we recorded just demo with the vocals and I found another female DJ that's pretty popular here too. Nice. Um, but she's also a singer. She does like Spanish, like reggaeton type music okay. usually, but okay, okay. yeah. So um, she really liked the song. So we're supposed to be getting in the studio tomorrow to record both with a pretty big sound engineer as well that produces a lot of reggaeton so yeah we're all going to get in the studio and collaborate on this now when you produce a track and uh let's say that you're not confident in what like do you still make people hear it or do you just press delete like i do i don't press delete but i like keep it in like a folder of like my my shitty track that like okay okay okay. because you never know sometimes you're just you can go back in there and you're like oh and sometimes you can even work on it later. You can just get back on Ableton and then be like, oh, could be corrected, could be good with like adjustments. It, you're 100% right. Because take some of your favorite songs sometimes and take out the vocals. And mm-hmm. sometimes the beat is pretty, it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes the vocals, the combination of both makes a great track, right? There's sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is pretty simple. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I've tried. I've tried to do it. I've seen people produce in front of me and it broke my heart. I was like, oh, I'm never going to be as good as these guys. These guys are really good, you know? But, but that's you- one thing. You can't really, like, think like this either, I don't think. I don't think I'm the best producer, but... Yeah, but at least I'm confident enough. I don't know. I, do you think that... Do you ever get the... Um, even when you first started DJing, for instance, like, like, bam, right? He, he's an artist. He's a hip hop artist. He always breaks my ball saying you should be making beats. But I'm like, I don't make beats. I play them. Like, I, yeah, it's different. It's very different. He just doesn't, he always gets, he's like, I don't understand. You, you hear sounds. I'm like, I know, but I hear them differently. I don't hear them. It's not the same either. I, like, I think a lot of people, like, especially older DJs and hip hop DJs the most, they think it goes hand in hand. Like you're a DJ and a producer, but it's not true. Like there's DJs that are just DJs and can't produce. And a lot of producers are also not very good DJs because they're not charismatic or people, like a people person. They really, like I have friends that are, way better producers than me but like djing they're just a little boring mm. like in front of a crowd so it's it's also a personality thing yeah it's it, i always told people i'm like it's um you know uh when it came to djing i, I made every mistake eh, as a beginner i made every mistake and i mean i when i give people advice i'm not tell i don't tell people that i'm doing it because i'm an expert i'm telling you because i made all the mistakes yeah. in the beginning right so i even found when i was playing music that I even even you probably could could uh, help me out with this. It's timing. A lot of these songs are dropped on certain timing of what's going on throughout the night. And there's some some DJ friends of mine. I'm just like he'd play a song. I'm like great song. I think it'd be better an hour from now. Like there's more. I, I when I when I do a set, the psychology behind it for me is a different than than some other DJs. Some people are like I'm mixing these two because they go well together. But I'm like there's a portion of the night for me for certain things to hit hit a climax of the night. I, yeah. I, Cause I was a promoter, right? So the way I used to do my nights too was, I want people to leave saying I want to come back, so next week I can make yeah, of more money. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, how yeah. I. 
because you know that's how I used to program my nights. But some DJs I played, I'm like, oh, they're not they're not looking at that same way. And I'm not saying they're terrible, and I'm not even saying they're right or wrong. They just do it a yeah. lot a lot different than I do. So when you do a set, when you put a set together, is that how you're doing it too? Or like, how do you put a set together? Um, I look, I usually don't, unless I'm DJing a festival or something really like, like a one hour, like opening for like an EDM artist. That's Mm -hmm. like very different. Uh, I don't really plan it that much. I plan, like, I just have like songs that I know would work for what I'm supposed to do, but I don't really plan. Like I'm going to play this and this and this. Cause I used to do that when I started. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very, very bad idea because otherwise you could be replaced by an iPod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get that. I, you have I, to be a little flexible. And I remember going to clubs even when I was younger and you already knew his set. You know, you, you were dropping a song. Oh, yeah, like, oh, that's he's the... Gonna, he's going to play this fucking song next. <laughs> he's to kill me. He's like, yeah, try the... a little harder. <laughs> well, it's not just that. I feel like, you know, like when I started my first few sets, I would literally plan to the T that like this song will be number one and I'll play like, 10 seconds of this and like but what if someone comes and asks you for another song mm-hmm. and like what if it's the owner of the club you kind of have to play <laughs> the song and it's going to throw you off your whole set because then it's yeah. not going to match yeah. so you can't plan like this no you're right i see what you're going with that like, i think it, in the beginning okay like maybe it makes you feel secure because you're like okay i'm not going to mess up i like practice that whole hour mm-hmm. it's not really like realistic no, me, in me real life just, it was just certain songs for certain parts of the night and i found okay. i yeah, found yeah. i found like uh, uh okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with everyone here on the show so when i used to come dj at 9 30 and get my shit set up i was probably half in the bag like feeling pretty goddamn good and then they would <sighs> give me my bottles and my six beers and they would put it by my booth so when people came to the club i felt like i would be where they would be at 1 a.m you see what I'm saying? So I would DJ a certain style wanting to sing to all these songs where they're just getting into the vibe of what's going on. That's how I made my first mistake. So I was like, yeah. how come they're not feeling it the way I am? Because they're nowhere near where I am right now. They're just Oh, getting no, into that's their... very important. So that's... that's the first thing I got into. I was like, okay, now I got to strategically place certain, not, not my set, certain songs that I would think yeah, that, yeah. that would get, you know, this this at 1 a.m. is going to get everyone singing and dancing to this one song. Because at 1 a.m., you're feeling oh, great. Yeah. You're loose. You've been there for an hour or two. You're having a good time. So that's how I used to play it. Not, not the whole set, but certain songs, right? I used to do that, but... I just, uh, I just, it was just, I, I remember <laughs> training a guy and I put him on. I said, I gave him a 20 minute set. He had his preset, 20 minutes. Let's get on. Oh and my God. <laughs> and he, he gets on and he's about to press play and he goes, what if no one dances to this? And I'm like, what? Like he started to have all these fucking doubts now. His head start to spin. And I'm like, that's the worst. You can't do that. <laughs> I never had those doubts. I never understood what he was doing. I was like, oh, oh my God, buddy. Like, trust me. If I think the song would have been completely shit, I tell you, like just put yeah, yeah. he, his face was turning white. I'm like, just play. He had the, he had a great time, but I mean, right before he went on, he was just like, you can tell you wanted to backpedal and not do it anymore. He's like, no, no, no. Now, I can ever... understand that though. Oh yeah. I know. Like, your first time, like, you know, three, oh, four yeah, other people. Like just... Yeah, you're just like, oh my God. Especially like the one problem that I, I felt like it's like at 9 p.m. when you're starting, usually they put you early and there's not a lot of people and they're not drunk, which yes. they're not as fun. So you're like, am I doing something wrong? Yes. But you're not. Just, no, you're not. Like, no. they'll never be the same at 9 or 10 p.m. and like at 1. At it's 1, true. that's when like they're excited about, it's... you can play almost anything. <laughs> like, it's so true. It's like, so they'll true. like it. I DJed a wedding one time uh, out in, um, where the hell was it? Mont Tremblant. And I swear to oh, God, God, 
I could have DJ. I could have played any song on earth. Like this yeah. group was the easiest group. Like, and like, we'll pay you extra. Can you stay an extra hour? I was like, sure, no problem. And my buddy's like, fuck, it's kind of late. I'm like, but it's not. It's the easiest group of all times like i can literally not fuck up you know they just it was oh yeah some groups are really really easy but have you ever been in a room where you dj'd and the group was a little a little stiff for um like not really no i can't no not really like maybe in the beginning but it's been a while so i don't know if i remember that's like that's good though because you don't remember it, it's the corporate events that i didn't like Oh, the corporate events are a little harder because, like, they're not dancing, so... It's tough. It was tough. Like, I would say that the kind of gigs that I really like a little bit less, like, are, like, a lot of... Um, in Toronto, we have a lot of those, like, store activation, like, the high-end stores, like Nordstrom and Saks okay. or whatever. They'll send you there to DJ. These are a little hard because it's hard to know, do, do these people like what I play or no? Because mm. no one will be dancing at the store. Yeah. So, it, like, you don't know, like, they tell you to play open format also, which is so vague. <laughs> so, it's just like, you're like at Nordstrom and people are shopping. So, you're like, do they like it or do they not like it? It's really hard to see. Oh, it's so true. I know. You're like in open format. Like, what the hell? Like, all genres? Like, what are you supposed to do? Well, it, it is. But, like, you know, in the club, like, I would... I would know what to do, but it, like, because you you could read people. Like when they're shopping, you can't really read people. It's, <laughs> it's so like, true. They're not paying attention to you either. So it's just like, do they like it or, like, yeah? There's gigs that are a little harder. Do you find? I would say when when you were coming up, did you have any help or were DJs trying to like not give you their secrets or? Like, I'll give you an example in my situation. Like I remember, you know, you you just start first first started off, and there's you know you open this one guy, and you're like, yo, where do you get all your music from? And they're like, eh. like they don't want to tell you. Like they're just like, eh. um, like, no, I could see that, but I would say like because I'm a girl, it did, it did help a lot. Mm -hmm. They were a lot like it was a lot easier. No one was like this. Yeah, see, see, see. Like people were willing to give me gigs, like. Not in the beginning, but like quickly enough. Like after I did a few and they saw me actually DJing in public, they were like helping out. Yeah, see, that's so I would say, yeah, like I would say for because, like, with guys, you guys are just all the same. Yes, I have to, I so, 100%. You're, so you're direct competition to them. Like for me, I'm, I'm not really competition, I'm that's something it. like kind of like a niche, different thing. So and actually, it's a good thing for them to like bring me on to oh, like yeah. a venue where they work at, and they're like, "Oh, look, I'll bring you this girl DJ." Mm -hmm. uh, so I, yeah, I think it was different. That's good. The way I broke into the scene is obviously doing the off nights, right? Like you know, like the mm -hmm. I do Sunday long weekends. I pick a place that wasn't normally open yeah. on a long weekend, and I do well there. And I remembered I did well enough for about four or five long weekends in a row that I. You know, the owner was extremely happy. He pays me, and then I kind of just flexed on him and said. I'm not coming back on a long weekend until you give me a Saturday. And he was like, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? I'm like, mm. and I, I took the chance and he actually gave me the Saturday and every long weekend, you know, I, I took a chance. I, I, I had no choice. Well, you have to sometimes like I, I, you have to kind of make your own days or whatever. Like I think my, my first residency was different, but kind of like this too. So it was, um, there used to be this restaurant in Toronto, Blowfish. It's like very high-end sushi, but with like, think like 
towel or something like with like uh, okay. a lounge part but they had djs um fridays and saturdays like every week people had residencies and one of my friends got sick on his friday and it was one of my first gigs i think mm. he was just like can you replace me there so i went to replace him and they liked me so much they created a thursday oh shit okay. for me so yeah and i was a resident there for like a year or two nice 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 yeah nice so i think the- sometimes it just happens you have to impress people a bit I, yeah, you know, I was just he. The owner was at that time for me was like I found like he was winning. You know, he got his Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh yeah, and he was getting. And then I just kind of said, "Hey man, uh, I don't think your Saturdays are doing as well as my Sunday long weekends." Um, and then I just flexed on him. Three days later, he called me back, and I got what I wanted. But it was one of those situations where I was there for about a year that I started to realize I never wanted to get residency anymore. I didn't want to be in one spot. I didn't. Yeah, that's a double. Like double-edged sword, I would say. I, I had, I don't really love residencies anymore, so I try mm. not to really have those. Yeah, I like to work with agents, like booking agents, because this way you could move around. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but with residencies, I used to do this, and then the problem is, like, if the, the place closed down or is doing not super well, you know, it's not like a regular job world will give you two weeks notice. They'll just be like. Oh, <laughs> like this is your last day by the way like we're not doing well anymore and it's with no warnings and then like sometimes what i found is like some other people wanted my thursday and i kept saying no for a year and now like i can go back to these people and be like hey do you want me on thursdays but they're kind of bitter a little bit yeah yeah so it's kind of yeah it's double-edged sword it's comforting but sometimes it's bad in the long run i just i just yeah i just wanted to do i just wanted to do different events at different times i when i first got in to the bar scene i bounced at the age of 19 they had this girl dj and um she just wasn't like she wasn't a terrible dj but she wasn't for that spot like she was just dancing by herself in the dj booth and i saw the owner call some guy and then another dj came in and they fired her on the spot in the middle of the night gone that's but i've seen that happening to some people (laughs) which like i it would be a little I mean, like, it's, I've seen people that got fired, like, at the end. Yeah. It's, I'm but cool in the, the middle end. of a set. Like, I'm cool at the end. The end didn't work out. You pull them aside. You know, you don't do the embarrassment. But, like, during, yeah. But I've during. seen it, too. I've heard of it. It's crazy. I was just, and she just kind of had to, like, you know, and I gave it to her because she kind of had her head up and she just took her equipment and, and then she walked straight up. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, damn, that's fucking harsh. Like, I was like, oof. I don't. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like you have to be very bad, though, to be to be it was, fired was, in the middle was, of the set. It was bad. It was bad. And I think you know, it might have been a week or two of the same thing. And I think the owner just had enough at this point. But oh yeah, that that explains it. Like, because I think the first time they'll probably let you finish. Yeah, that one. That one was. That was the. I've never seen that again. It was my first. My first time and last time I've ever seen that. I've seen it once, like in a club in um, Niagara. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, apparently, like um, this girl DJ was a day before me they had her and then they had me the next day and she only wanted to play drum and bass like and that place was very very hip-hop and they told her like you can't play drum and bass here Mm. she decided to play what like worked for her but like you have to play for the crowd not for you so yeah yeah, it ended up being better to fire her mid-set and then like put spotify for them (laughs) which is 
And it's not because she didn't have the technique. Like, but who has... hired her? Exactly. If that's wasn't, you know what I mean? If you're hiring a DJ, if I was hiring you for a gig and you're like, I prefer this style of music, I'm going to be like, oh shit. Okay. Well, that's not for this night. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So some people's not doing their research in that, in this situation. It's that too. Like the promoters have their own um, okay, okay. responsibility. Have, have you ever had, have you ever had an owner that just thinks you press play? That's it. This That's your job. I've had an owner tell me this. No, Ooh, not really. Not owners. Oh, I had customers. Oh, I have customers <laughs> touching the controllers so often. Oh. And it's even worse because they think, oh, you're such a cute girl. Like, are you sure you know what these buttons oh. do? And like, they press <laughs> oh, like, God. Yeah. Oh, my not God. the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Eh, wrong answer. No, I had, a, um, I had this owner. He... He owned a big pool hall and he mm -hmm. calls me. I was actually one of the, it might've been that same wedding I was talking to you about in Trombo. And he calls me and he's like, can we set up a meeting for Monday? And I have no idea what this meeting's for. None, none at all. So I, I see him on Monday and he goes, um, what would it take you for you to DJ here? And it's a big place and it's not much of a dance yeah. for nothing. And I was like, and I looked at him, I was like, fuck man, I make a lot of money with special events. Like there's no way I can DJ here. Like he, I'm not expecting him to pay me that same type of money. So yeah, I said, yeah. I said nothing. And I go, there's no way. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to hire you, your company. Um, and you can come in whenever you want. And then you can substitute yourself with somebody else. I was like, okay, so I'm not a hundred percent committed. I was like, cool. I don't mind that. I said, sure. We did it, made a deal. We end up doing it. And so this is probably October, November. So December, there's Christmas parties going on, but he doesn't tell me these fucking things. So I walk into the, yeah. to the pool and there's this big kind of like separated room to the right. And he goes, Oh, you're DJing in there tonight. And I said, Oh, okay, cool. Well, what's going on? It's like, you're DJing for a Christmas party. And I'm like, who are they? What do they like? Like, usually I wouldn't mind sitting down with them, you know, age group. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I want to know a bit what I'm, what I'm walking into. And he goes, just press play. Is that oh. what you do? And I was like, Oh my God, I want to kill this guy. Like, he was just so ignorant. You know what? He was just too much. I was like, just press play. And then he'd want like stuff that just, you know, like, can you get to uh, have that play just through that one speaker? And you're like, it doesn't work that way. Your system's all connected. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, there's got to be a way. Like he was always talking down on people. He was, he was incredible. He was a good guy when I knew him as a customer and a terrible human being mm. when I was my boss. And I was like, ugh. Well, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I just, it was, and I found well, the first to... few times they're cool. Yes. 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 Uh, until like you work there long enough and they're starting <laughs> to be not so cool anymore. Very yeah. demanding. He, it was, uh, I would go pick up my paycheck on Thursdays. So I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or the company would or whatever. And then next Thursday, I'd, or no, next Tuesday, I pick up my money. So I'd send him a message uh, on Facebook at the time. And it shows that when it's red, or something to do with the check mark. Oh, whatever, yeah. yeah. Right? So, so I send it to him. He reads it. I head over there and I walk in and they're like, I'm like, oh, well, where is he? And they're like, oh, he left. And I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you mean he left? Like, I drove all the way out this way. Like, he's like, he's gone. I'm like, did he leave you an envelope? And they're like, no. And then I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, buddy, like, did you leave? He's like, oh, was I supposed to wait there all day for you? I'm like, but let me know that you're not going to be there. So it, oh was always, it was always an issue. It was, and it, I always got paid, but it was always, he always made sure he was the boss and I was the employer. Always, always, always. And he doesn't remember the day that he called me to come work there. You know, I didn't ask this fucking asshole for a job, but. Ah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are like this. It's, I think that's a common thing. Have you ever had an issue though getting paid? Um, yeah. 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 I think we all have at some point. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. If you've been like, in the I business the, long enough, yeah. 
Yeah, I would say one of the worst places was um, also one of my first residency. It was not Blowfish. Blowfish was always great. Uh, it was like another place that I was doing on Saturdays years ago. And um, they, they just like were supposed to pay me. Like, so you would invoice them the week that you're DJing and then they would pay you next week for like, you know, always yeah. one week back. That's right. Which was fine. That was fine. Then they decided to do two weeks. So I was like, okay, that's that's okay too. That's like it's yeah. fine. Like so, every two weeks I get a check for the two previous weeks. That's right. Then it started being so sporadic. It was like every like four weeks, and then one week, and then like it was just all over the place. Um, and then I think they owed me three weeks or a month at some point, and they were like, "Can you come pick up the check Monday?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Like it, it wasn't really far from me. It's downtown, yeah. so. I was like, yeah, what time? They're like, you know, like 2 p.m. or whatever. Um, and I think 11 a.m. they emailed me. And a lot of people, like staff, um, suppliers, we were all CC'd on the email saying, well, we're bankrupt. Like, <laughs> we're filing from, for BK. So none of you can get paid. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, that was a bad one. But besides this, I don't think... Like people usually pay me because I'll be like annoying until you do it. <laughs> that's my style. That's my style. I'll too. just keep going there, keep calling you, keep like asking everybody. There and I don't a... care like how much it is. It's just it's the principle. The yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I will spend more money just to get my money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just yeah. the principle. So there's one night I DJ a special event. Uh this place was called Sweet 34. <laughs> I get called up from an old manager that I worked the residency for and she's like, can you come do a special night here? And I threw out an outrageous number thinking they're just going to say no because I didn't really want to do it. So they yeah, called yeah. me back and they're like, and it was this company that owns majority of the bars here and they're not very, uh, when it comes to DJing, they like to pay very low because they're monopolizing. So they like to get the Unfortunately, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, okay, so they, they're, they're monopolizing it and they want to pay you very, very low and they want to get the young 21-year-old. And I get it. Do, you, do what you got to do. I don't care. So I asked for double what they asked for, thinking they're going to say no. I come in, I DJ the night, and I pack up my shit, and I can't find the manager. And I'm like walking around, doors locked, and bartender's cleaning up, and bouncer's there. And I'm upstairs. I remember it was the upstairs. And I remember being like, uh, uh, do you know, I don't even remember the manager's name. I'm like, do you, do you know where so-and-so is? And they're like, oh, no, he's not here. I'm like, cool. Um, can you tell him that if he's not here in 15 minutes, I'm going to start breaking everything here? Oh, okay. And because I don't, I hate this shit. You know what I mean? So finally yeah. he comes rushing in. He's like, oh, he didn't have to get like, I'm like, but why do I have to threaten this situation to get money? Like, like, why does it have to be like that? Like, why weren't you? I've never, when I used to hire DJs on my special events, I would pay them. Literally, I've paid DJs before they started because I said, I don't know where I'm going to be at the end of the night. And I don't want you looking for me. Here's yeah, question. yeah. I, I hired you. I know you're going to do a great enough job. There's a reason why I hired this specific yeah, yeah. person. Here's your money. They got look. They look. They always looked at me and said, "I've never got paid in the beginning." Yeah, but at the end of the night, at least you can grab your shit and leave, or I can leave a little earlier. Yeah. You know, we don't have to wait till the end of the night and, and put up with yeah. the shit. So I love doing it that way. So when I see these big businesses not doing it the same or try to avoid, especially it, these ones, like I, I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, they, they, they haven't changed. No. I can tell you this because I've worked for them too. So it, it's a little different. Like these always paid me, but it was always like. You have to chase it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, so, there's, that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. Well, so they didn't change since whatever time you work for them. Like I can guarantee you, they're still the same. No, they don't. They don't. No one normally changes. That's why I got more into 
when I started, instead of DJing that way, I got more into promoting slash DJ and I'd get my own cover girl and then I'd get my own cuts. Yeah. And this way I would get my own money immediately without having to chase anybody down. But man, what a, what an industry, what a business. It could be, it's fun because people look at DJing, they're like, oh my God, it's so much fun. It can be fun. It can be the best job ever at one point. But oh, there's, yeah, these, yeah. there's these aspects of it that can be so annoying. And if you're not built like you yeah. or I to get your money be annoying, you're probably going to lose out on a lot of money. Well, like, you know, so that's why lately I've been really liking to work with a lot of more, I wouldn't say corporate, there's still venues, but yeah. like agencies that work with a lot of like high-end hotels and stuff is like, so I work for one booking agency right now that does like Fairmount, Friday Harbor, like all the very high-end ones. The pay is, the pay is really great. It's the easiest gigs. Um, it's a little long. Like when I go to Friday Harbor, there's times where like you'll DJ for seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they pay you like, it's really totally worth it to go there. And th this uh, booking agent is the best because you invoice them on Monday, next Monday, it's all wired to your bank account. Oh, wow. So like they are the best to work with. So that's how I'm like, Oh, sometimes with bookers, like, yeah, they probably take a little bit of money, but, but it's like, it, it's worth it. I feel like for the headache. I was gonna say headache free. Absolutely, I do that too. That's that that works real well. No, that, that's the best way. To oh, do it. oh yeah, I, like because I have a friend. Uh, I have a few friends, and they they always try to because they're. I, I'm done. I'm done with DJing. I I'm done. <laughs> I don't DJ no more. I just don't have the patience for it no more. I can't do it. Do what I can't stand the phone in my face. That's what I. That's what I can't stand. Oh God, yeah, and they're like, can you play it off my phone? Could you play it next? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll play it, but not next. Like. So I went and saw my buddy DJ Ivy out in the East Coast and uh, I went up, he had a booth upstairs. So I go upstairs and see him and, you know, I grab some drinks, I get him some drinks. How are you doing? Nice to see you. And then these four girls came with their phones and I was angrier than him and I wasn't even DJing. <laughs> I was just like, stop it. Like, like I think it's just because we're used to it. The phone, like, I don't know. Do you remember being a lot younger and have, I wouldn't have the balls to do that, to go to a DJ and be like, play this or play this or you know what i mean i'd suggest something and then walk away and wouldn't care if he did it but now it's like they stare you down they're, um, they're waiting I mm, can't, it's, it's a lot now. i don't know because like i think i started clubbing when i was like 19 or 20 mm -hmm. so and i'm 33 so yeah like it, it was still kind of bad yeah i can say i've seen it yeah like i wasn't the one doing it because i was too shy and like yeah. i knew it was bad but like i've seen it I can't say I haven't seen it, especially when it's like, it, it, like I would say a lot more women do it. And it's especially if it's their birthday, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. like everybody could be dancing and they want you to like, it, it's house night and they, they want you to play some Drake yeah. because it's their birthday. And you're like, no, it's like literally deep house here. Yeah. 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 And they just don't understand. You're like, yeah, but it's my birthday. But like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know why did you come here like why did you not look at the uh, i dj places where it's like the format is deep house ibiza <laughs> style and they're just like well, yeah but i want like the worst i've heard is like i want bollywood and then drake and it's like like both don't work here like I, just like i don't I, know what to say i've like, told people to go to the club next door like when i was downtown i was like go next door i'm not doing it this this is not what we're doing you went to the wrong place you know what i, I and it's nice. I had uh, like probably of all the clubs, maybe two of them. I had real freedom to do to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. The numbers came in. The freedom was was great. But 
but yeah, no, I I was just like, no, I'm not playing that. Go next door. Go to the club. Like you're you're at the wrong place for for what's going on, and they just don't get it. Don't my favorite is Regina. Do you want me to tell what my favorite is? Can you play yeah. this song? I'm leaving soon. Oh God! Just fucking leave. So you're telling you me know what's, what's even worse than this? Why, why, like why? if you actually play their song, like in like you're like I'll play it in like three to five songs. Or like, yeah. okay, you play their song and they come back and they're like, but I was in the bathroom, I didn't hear it. Can oh, you play it again? Oh yes. This yes. beats everything. There's yes, not- yes, I didn't hear. It. Can you play it again? You're like absolutely not. That's not happening. Like yeah. I played it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> People don't understand our pain. They don't get it. But yeah, like why not to mention about business? I have friends that are they, they have a little like a little community DJ community. And they're doing a bunch of stuff. And they want to get, they brought it up to another friend of mine, a close friend of mine about, you know, expanding and hitting the clubs. And then he even mentioned it. He goes, I only like going with Deuce because when we don't get paid, he's the one that actually goes and gets our money. So you have to be ready to be a little more aggressive. And they're all like, oh, we don't want to do that because it's not for everybody, right? Like it's, it's, yeah, it sucks. It's a, I do want to tell you the truth. It all started with me DJing a few weddings and corporate events. And at the end of the night, I wasn't fully paid. And I remember like walking over with this contract and being like, hey, uh, is anybody going to pay a finish? And it was always awkward, right? But after a couple of years of doing that, it ended up being my favorite part of the night. So I used to just grab my folder and be like, da, 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 and I go ruin somebody's day. You know what I mean? Because like, I would make sure that I would play my deposits worth. But then uh, after the deposit, I go chase down whoever owes me money because if they don't have it, I was going to shut her down and go home, right? So I, it ended yeah. up, they end up building this. I, I wasn't like that at first, but I got a thick skin because of the through the business. It was it was definitely different. But well, not, I think not when I was like, literally like the bankruptcy thing. After this, I was like, no, I'm just going to be more like aware. Yeah. Like, because I think like I'm like if it was now, like, and we set up that like every week it was like you know you pay me like this week for last week i wouldn't let it go to like uh, like a month of course of course of course of course yeah obviously like i was like it was my beginning of djing and i didn't know like that people would do that but no of course now i I wouldn't accept it now after two weeks it'd be like if you want me to come back you have to pay now if you guys are becoming DJs, listen to these facts do not let it go longer do not you have to stay you have to say no Especially when people keep pushing, be like, well, next week, next week, like, there's something on there, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just don't keep waiting. Yeah, pay me, just shut up and pay me, or I won't be back, that's the way it is. Well, one week, I'd be like, understanding, but not four. Four, no, four starts to become on a rip-off situation. Yes. Yeah, I totally (laughs) agree. So, more into producing, what what got you first into producing? Were you just curious about it, or something you wanted to Well, I've always wanted to, like, Actually, like, it was, you know how like kids wanted to be astronauts and stuff. So when I was young, it was always producing. Really? I wanted to be a producer way before, like, because I didn't really know you could be a DJ. Okay. It wasn't really a thing. So for me, it was like, I want to be a producer. So I became a DJ, which is close enough. But then I'm like, okay, it goes hand in hand to learn a little yeah. bit more. Of course. Yeah. So I, I tried produ- my hand at producing, and it's been a while. Like and I, like like you said, like there, I have so many tracks that are terrible that I could never release. Like, <laughs> if someone like hacked my computer <laughs> no, and listened to those, they're like, oh my god! Just especially when if I have two good songs out, and they're like, oh, this is her songs too. Like it's pretty bad. But I, I, what do you find is the number one mistake as a producer? Um. So. 
when I started producing, I listened to the, this podcast and I think I would agree with the guy, like he was talking about mistakes as producers and it's to, to like give up. So one of the best ways to learn is to finish the track, even though the track, you know, you're never going to release it. It's, okay. it's trash. You should always finish one track before starting another. And you should also keep trying instead of just waiting for like inspiration. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I like that. I just that's felt, practice. Cause when I found what I was doing, I was just, it was just, it was like my, like my graphic designing skills at first I found, I was trying to put mm. everything in one track or everything on one fly or every, every, yeah. You know what I mean? Every effect. And you're just like, what the hell is gone? Like, why does it sound so insane now? It sounded cool individually. But then when you start yeah. putting everything together, I was just like, sometimes less is more, right? So that was one of my mistakes when I first started. But I think that's the same with DJing too. Like the people that are practicing DJing that I'm hearing, they, they swear by like effects. And I'm like, you don't need it. Mm, you don't no, need to re-effect that. Like sometimes it's cool. Like, I do like to use a little bit of it, but, like, I think you should learn without it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I find with DJing today, today, when I went to, uh, I just went to a local bar. Like, they always have some sort of, like, I don't know, some sort of top 40 hip-hop night. And uh, and I've been to a couple places down on Elgin, right near me, and I found out mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of the DJs now, every song's a remix. Every song. That too. And, and it, was, it was starting to get frustrating. Because when there's a beat that kicks in, you're kind of expecting that song to drop. And it was like, it was something else. And I was like, <sighs> like I was like, again? But you know, I know, I don't know why this is happening right now. It's because of Serato stems. Okay, that makes sense. People okay. just discovered, like, they, they came out not that long ago. Like, it's only been, like, what, two months, maybe? Okay. Two, three months. So it's it's recent. And with the stems, you could literally remix anything live. If you wanted oh, to. Interesting. So I don't know if you've tried it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. So instead of like using like equalizers, you never have to anymore. You just, so you can change it to the pads and there's like one that's vocal highs, lows and drums or something like that. So, and you can shut one down completely. So you could put vocals from another one and it sounds perfect. The acapella comes out perfect. Get out. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so it came out this year. It's pretty recent and like I would say it's it's, it's really fun to play with. It gets yeah. great. But everybody uses it to remix everything live everything. everything. Well, it's it was the every equalizer single song. It's not the best. Like you know sometimes like you, even if you try to remove vocals, you'd still hear a little bit of echoes or whatever. These ones just like take out anything you want to take out perfectly. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think that's why you've, you've been hearing this because everybody's like mixing songs. Oh, technology. To use. Yeah, because I, I, it was like I've been to two, three places and that's all it was. It was never one original yeah. song. And I was like, Jesus Christ, am I like, and I'm like, I don't know. If I, I don't know. It could be me getting old. I don't know. I was just like, give me my original track back. Like, I just want this song. And I was like, yeah, well, so I just. Yeah, like it's a tool, but I don't think everybody should rely on it that much. You know, people are when things are new, they just abuse it, right? So, oh, I love it too, but just yeah, no. no. <laughs> what do you, what are you using these days? Um, it depends from what. So when I play open format, I do use Serato. Yeah. Um, but um, like for for house music, I prefer CDJs. Okay. Yeah. That's With just nice. USB sticks, like yeah. pass your tracks through Record Box. Okay. Okay, that works. Yeah, I like those. 
I like that. I, I remember. I remember. I don't know if I told you a story about the CDJs. I remember. I had the um, when I first started off. I had the Serratable with the Tech Twelves. You know, vinyl. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. And they were the heaviest things on earth. Like, like it was so heavy that if you carried one, you have to carry both because they'd have to balance you out because they were just too damn heavy. And I remember going to the club, and I remember find, see, finding some CDJs, and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, can we just use these? And they're like, sure. <gasps> so we dust them off, and I was like, cool. I don't have to bring my shit no more. But one CDJ, once once a night, one CDJ would just fail for once, one <laughs> night, one time. So if you if it happened early enough in the night, you were good for the rest of the night. But every if it wasn't happening, you're like, oh fuck, it's coming. Like once, it would just stop That's working. Very uh, terrifying. Yes, trust me. It's it, in it a was, club packed with people. Yeah, it it, it sucked. It sucked. It was one, and then yeah, after that, I moved on to the NS7, the DJ DDJJSX and SZ, and uh, and that was it. That was my last ones I bought, and that's it. I DJed a New oh, Year's really? Eve. I I DJed. I don't know. My last night was a New Year's Eve party, uh, and I was like, I was done. I was I was completely not. <laughs> I did it for a long time, and I think I, in my mind, I DJed way more than I ever wanted to. Like it was never to be like that much. I want, I wanted to do some stuff. I wanted residency. I wanted a specific, uh, specific events. I wanted specific venues. I, you know, some personal stuff. But it went way yeah. above that. It went way above that, and I was just like, and at one point when I was DJing, I was like, I was starting to be like, fuck, get me out of here. Like I want to be on that side now. I don't want to be on the DJ side. I want to, yeah. I, I want to, I want to enjoy myself on the other side. So that's. And it was at a New Year's Eve party, and that was that was the way I left it. And I was like, okay. I came home, I took all my music off the computer, put it on a hard drive over here. Just so if anyone ever asked me for last minute DJing, I could literally say, I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't. Even if I but wanted New to. New Year's is hard. New Year's is hard because all your friends are going out and you can't pick where you're gonna be. Cause it's like the best like so pay wise, like it's great on New Year's. Yes. So you feel like you have to be at a club, but then sometimes you're like, but I want it to be where my friends are going. I don't yes. want to be here. Yes. It's just that you're making like four times what you usually make. Oh, no, no. The, the payday is great. Yeah. The payday is great. I just, I just, I don't That's know. I, I missed out on a lot. And, and I like, I don't know if you're like every, when you teach every single Oh, week, yeah. You miss out on, people don't get this. Sure. It's a fun job, but you miss out on people's birthdays. Um, If, if you're DJing a lot in the summer, people are going, doing all sorts of stuff in the summer. You can't. Uh, I, I, you know what I mean? Or sorry, let's rewind. Let's say if you do miss a, pay, a paid gig, that's a lot of money for a night to go. Yeah, that too. You know what and I mean? It's not like we have paid leaves, like or paid medical. Exactly. So, you know, you don't show up, you don't do it. It's like, uh, but sometimes there's times like it's true. There's times where I was like, um, you know, I was doing a gig that I, I usually do and I like, but today I would rather be at like a, a concert or like you know cnts so yes okay yes but i can't mm-hmm. go there because mm-hmm. you I can't go you. there because otherwise you're gonna lose so much money and you're like okay well no one's gonna pay me if i go there <laughs> and i'm gonna pay to be there so like shit, i'm gonna just work i get it i went to a wedding i uh, went to a friend's wedding it was down south so you know took took the whole week off djing and i land there and i hear everyone's being like Oh yeah, we took the far uh, week vacation, paid week from work, and I'm like, paid. Yeah, week? I know. Like, where's ours? I was like, hold on a sec. I lost out on a shit a lot of money, and I paid two grand to come. <laughs> like, I'm sitting yeah. there going, oh my god, life's very different over here as a DJ. It's tough. It's man. always. It's, it's tough. always like this. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. You take a bit of a sacrifice uh, doing it. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, of course. 
I've been to people's houses where their kids are eight years old all of a sudden. I'm like, huh? <laughs> when, when, is he, when did he get this big? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Now, do you even find in your case, I don't know, because in my case it was hard. Do you ever find dating was hard being a DJ? Um, I, yeah, I guess so. Yes and no, because usually people think it's so cool. I know, but is it okay? You and I start dating and it's cool, it's cool, but every fucking Saturday I want to take you out for a dinner and you're gone DJ. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Do you find these things? Or if you're an insecure man, they're going, oh my God, there's a hundred guys a night hitting on her. But I would just not date an insecure guy. Good for you. Good for you. I, I, but I just know that even with me, I had the insecure girl going, oh, you have all these girls every single night talking to you. I'm like, they're requesting music. No one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just requesting well, I would music. say as a girl, it is a little bit different, though. Yes, 100%. 100%. And that's what I'm asking. Is that hard? Do you find it, find it hard? Um, I mean, there's creepers, but like, who doesn't have creepers even in their DMs nowadays? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's just that for me, the difference is like sometimes I get to see them in person at the club. <laughs> Thank you, there's security. So it's fine, but. <laughs> the, new, the new nickname's DM. You just start pointing, like, that's DM. He's got to go. He's got to go. That one's got to go. I just, found, I just found that having a normal life is next to impossible being a DJ. That's all. You, you date I think someone. it's not that bad. I don't know. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was impossible. It was, it was impossible. Cause the, th the days they want to do things, you are working. The, things, the days that you're free, Monday, uh, they don't want to do anything. So, like, it was... But I feel like there's people that could have, like, similar, like different but similar schedules or, you yeah. know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can get someone in the industry or, you know, even, even in the bar dent tender industry whatever the case may be it could be a lot easier but i just find used dating it was always like oh i bet you how many people talked to you. it was always it was always a fight oh, yeah. about work it was always a fight about work oh yeah and and then it, talking about how we don't get paid paid stuff so you never took an, a, a typical saturday off because you know you still had bills to pay so i always found yeah. a bit of an argument about that that was just that's just my if you don't have it as hard as i did good congratulations i salute you no, not really. <laughs> but it was tough for me it was definitely tough for me though so now you so the two tracks two tracks are you are they mm -hmm. going to be both by the same singer? Yeah, actually. So it it was so random. Um, so she's a DJ too, and we used to work for a same booking agent that we both don't work for anymore. So we like had a random conversation over social media, and I she was like telling me how she sings. So then I was like, oh. And I heard her, her like her music, and I was like, "Well, I'm trying to release a song, but I'm looking for a male singer on one of the two. Okay. And then she sent me a voice memo of her singing over it, and I was like, "Oh my God, that sounds a lot better." Wow. So I was like, "Maybe you should do it." And she's like, "Okay." And then I was like, "Well, I just finished producing another one. Like, I don't know if you'll like it because it's more like so. The other one we're gonna release has like um." michael jackson thriller mixed with new disco type of thing okay so and i was like well i don't know if you like it and she's like yeah i love it sent me voice memo and actually recorded a demo within like a day in the studio what and she was like i would take that one too and i'm like okay well so and tomorrow she's working with her sound engineer so i'm just going there and we're recording both in a day Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I was like super, super you fast. You better send me the sample or when it's, you know, a little sneak peek before, before you put it out. I want to hear this. Yeah, of course. God damn, that's good. That's cool. That's cool because it's nice to see some of your pro. Now you have a project and now it's getting moved, you know, 
moved in, in progress in, in, in process that's that's so dope that's well yeah it was feeling. very random like i was trying to look for singers that i know and i was like oh, they're, they were not really right for yep. those songs but like she just sang and i was like yeah that sounds that's, great that's so cool but once you guys get that stuff out and going you're both going to come back on the show right yeah bring her in yeah yeah no we definitely want to meet her. I, you you sent me your link i already added her on instagram yeah so. yeah so, oh yeah, she's great too. Yeah, no, that's super dope. No, but I, I, I like. See, I like that. I like, you know, it's been a while since we've had you on, and now you know you're still DJing. You know, a ton. Uh, you know, you're producing fucking music. Congratulations to you. That's you know, it's a great Thank step. You. you know, that's I love to hear those types of story. But you know, um, I, 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 me, I'm still just doing the same. I'm just, I'm waiting for my fucking co-host to show back up from New York, but he hasn't been back yet. So you know what I mean? You I like that. Damn, yeah, I, you know what? It's not that bad. I, you probably you probably had enough of me already. He's like, I gotta go. He needed a vacation. Right? <laughs> but sweetheart, thank you. Where actually, where are you DJing next? Um, Copacabana in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Is that just an open? Anyone can go. Or is it just a corporate event? It's it's more a restaurant thing. Yeah. It's yeah, like high end restaurant. That's dope. That's so. Yeah. Let's go. I People. do a lot of these. There you go. Go there and eat and listen to her DJ, guys. Come on, let's go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have your Instagram linked in the comments. Uh, I mean, in the description. So if people want to follow you, there your your link will be there. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending the evening with me no. and talking music. And it's nice That's to talk so to fun. another DJ. It's been it's great. You know, I love to see other people's aspects and different you know <laughs> opinions on stuff. It's fucking great. So we are. Thank you so much. We'll get you girls thank back you on. Too. Have yourself a good night. Perfect. Peace. Thank bye. you. You too. Bye. bye.